Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to All Music Radio Podcasting. Coming to you from Washington, D.C., your host, Mike Fortune, coming to you live, baby. Brought to you by All Music Radio. You are a blessing today and be someone else's blessing to play music that encourages you to live by faith and not by fear. All Music Radio. Okay, the, today's podcast, anti-maskers and the face mask debate. Guess what, baby? It continues on and on and on. When are we going to learn from it? Masks do help save lives. Before we had the vaccine, that was our best weapon then, and it's still part of our weaponry now. I don't know why people don't want to wear it, but it's still a big debate in the U.S. on our music radio podcasting. All right, we're going to bring that information to you right now. Keep your distance and wear a mask. It's the advice that's been given to millions of people around the world. And following that recommendation has become, for many, the norm. But others refuse to comply. When you wear a mask, which you can certainly do, you are further pushing the agenda that is condemning all of us. Six months into the pandemic, the use of face masks is still up for debate. So, is the recommended approach still the way to go? Welcome to your COVID-19 special here on DW. I'm Chris Kober in Berlin. These, I'm tired of breathing through them. You might be as well. But experts say not wearing face masks during the pandemic isn't an option. And then there's the US. Nowhere is the discussion around wearing face masks probably as polarizing as in the United States. Far from being merely tired of them, many people simply have never wanted to wear them. Are you going to allow the government to tell you you have to wear a mask? No! The time is now. It's time for action. Thank you guys very much. Anti-maskers. People who, against the wide consensus of public health experts, either want to limit mask wearing or are against them completely. Many of them use similar reasoning. At the end, I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Insanity. I have a breathing problem. My doctor would not let me wear a mask. So anyone harassing me to wear a mask, you guys are violating federal law. Do you get that? Get that on camera. And on the other side, critics have been taking the country's most prominent anti-maskers so far to task, in increasingly creative ways. Just stop drooling and slow down the pace. Just cover your freaking face. Wearing a face mask, I don't see it for myself. Cover your freaking face. 
some choosing not to do it. He might have even gotten the message. He started to change his tune as of late. I mean, I'd have no problem. Actually, I, I had a mask on. I sort of liked the way I looked. Okay, I thought it was okay. It was a dark black mask, and I thought it looked okay. It looked like the Lone Ranger. But uh, no, I have no problem with it. I think, uh, and if people feel good about it, they should do it. However, the president's decreasing aversion to masks influences attitudes. It will probably be mandatory mask-wearing policies that will make the difference. The number of states requiring nose and mouth coverings like New York and California are increasing. But calls are getting louder for a nationwide masking policy. Proponents say national measures would decrease infection rates and save the country from another round of shutdowns and an estimated trillion-dollar hit to its economy, something most people would welcome, maybe even anti-maskers. Let's talk more about this with Siddhartha Verma. He is an assistant professor for ocean and mechanical engineering at Florida Atlantic University. Welcome to DW, Siddhartha. You examined the effectiveness of various types of masks and found significant differences. Which was the most striking result to you? So the most striking thing was how uh, little effect a very thin single layer fabric has. No doubt it is better than nothing. Uh, so any sort of face covering is better than no covering at all. But the effectiveness can depend a lot on the type of fabric that we use if we are using cloth face masks and as well as on the fit on our faces. So with most masks, we noticed there was a lot of leakage from the top where the mask basically, there's a gap between our nose and the mask. So it's important to have both a good fit that's comfortable as well as use good, tightly woven fabrics. So what would be uh, the best fabric in order for the mask to work properly? The best fabric that we tested was actually two layers of quilting cotton. Uh, they were just stitched together and we fitted uh, snugly on the face. And you could see that the forward motion of the jet was restricted to barely two or three inches. Uh, and that turned out to be the best, yeah. So if I have a mask like that or any other type, how can I test if it is holding back aerosols in a proper fashion? So some people have suggested a very simple test would be hold it up, hold your mask up to a light, and how, if you see that the mask blocks the light well, it's likely to be more effective. Okay. What about wearing your mask with your nose out? Does that make any sense at all? If you go out on the street, you see people doing that. I have seen several, well, some people do that. And uh, no, you should keep your nose covered uh, by the mask for two reasons. First, you know, when we exhale, if we are infected, we might be, we will definitely exhale the uh, virus-laden droplets out. And another risk is masks do prevent the wearer to some extent. So we are uh, we would be protecting ourselves by covering our noses. So we minimize the amount of droplets that we breathe in as well. And as these masks come in uh, many styles and fashion, Siddhartha, what is your mask of your choice? Um, I actually wear a surgical type mask and. Um, 
it's because they are easily available. But I have a few homemade masks as well. So I switch out between uh, these uh, types. All right. Siddhartha Vermer of the Florida Atlantic University. Thank you for talking to DW. Sure. Thank you for having me. Now, wearing your mask is particularly important when you cannot keep your distance. Because sometimes we have to visit these crowded places, like a train station, for example. Now, a startup in Munich is focusing on a new pedestrian control system to ensure that people will not have to pass each other in close proximity and still get to where they want to go on time. Preventing potentially dangerous crowds. That's what this team of computer scientists and simulation experts is working on at Accurate, a startup based in Munich. The corona pandemic is also demanding that they take a few steps into the unknown. The team usually calculates evacuation plans and security measures for major events or passenger flows. What's new is that they now want to protect passengers, employees, and visitors from COVID-19 as much as possible. The corona crisis in particular has shown us that simulations now not only help with crowds of people, but they can also help us to see how many people we can fit in a room while observing social distancing rules. So it concerns office buildings, but also train stations, so that passengers can travel safely. The simulations are based on projections. Human avatars, so-called agents, follow lifelike movement patterns. Here we already have built-in social distancing. That means we have a green circle around a person with a diameter of three meters or a radius of one meter fifty. How are they all supposed to get out now? And here I can already see that maybe these people are going to come out too, but they'll have to wait a bit. Who will actually go through a one meter wide door first if I have to keep a 1.5 meter distance? And you can see that the agents turn red from time to time. That means they've been under the minimum distance for a while. The test avatars are still moving about without fear of infection. Researchers are focusing on a new pedestrian control system to ensure that in the future, people will not have to pass each other in close proximity to reach their destinations on time. We are already seeing queuing systems everywhere in our daily lives, whether it's the entrance to the supermarket and so on and so forth. I think the research work we're talking about has something to do with the queuing system and actually tries to capture and describe what's happening there. And the findings can, of course, help us to plan queues with a different set of objectives. The minimum distance can even shorten travel routes and waiting times. In train stations or mezzanines, the one-way street regulation can stop people getting in each other's way when getting off or changing trains. The Accurate team combines user information and architectural data, which it hopes will help facilitate a return to normal. And that means pedestrian traffic and with it public life could flow a little more smoothly again. It's time now to answer your questions about COVID-19. Here's our science, science correspondent, Derek Williams. What are the risks of sharing bathrooms with non-family members, like at the office? This question has been coming up a lot ever since the publication of a new study on the physics of how aerosols are generated when you flush the toilet. Um, 
Chinese researchers who modeled it discovered that every time you flush without closing the seat cover, it sends a plume of aerosols up into the air, which will will hover for minutes and and then eventually settle on surfaces. Um, with other studies indicating that the virus might at least sometimes survive passage through the digestive tract. Uh, suddenly, those public facilities we all need to visit once in a while look like a potentially dangerous environment,、um, especially because many public or shared toilets are also enclosed, windowless spaces.、Um, that said, the experts that I've read on this mostly don't expect them to become hotbeds of infection,、uh, probably because everyone's grown so leery of using. Public facilities. If you have to, though,、um, you should, of course, take the standard precautions, particularly when it comes to to washing your hands afterwards. But but hopefully you were doing that anyway. Are there any indications that COVID nineteen causes brain damage, or does it only affect the peripheral nervous system? It can affect both.、Um, our views on what this virus does to the body continue to evolve, but we but we now know that it's far more than just a a pumped up version of a cold virus that only affects the respiratory system.、Um, it can affect many different organs, including the brain.、Um, Current estimates say that around around half of all COVID nineteen patients with with severe cases will display neurological symptoms at some point, either due to to low oxygen levels in the blood、um, or the body's own inflammatory response, and and that they could also sustain neurological damage, often often from strokes, but also possibly directly from the virus itself.、Um, it now appears that at least in some cases. SARS-CoV-2 crosses what's known as the blood-brain barrier, which which usually protects the brain from invasion by pathogens.、Um, the problem is is that neurological symptoms and their causes are notoriously difficult for doctors to track back and to quantify, which is why we haven't heard that much about them so far during this pandemic.、Um, but because neurological or nerve damage can cause Lifelong problems.、Um, many experts believe that COVID nineteen will will leave behind a devastating legacy that we'll we'll only discover in the years to come. All right, all music radio podcasting. Your host Mike Fortune. Talking about the devastating effects of maybe not wearing a mask versus wearing it, and the benefits from wearing a mask. Hey, look, save some you and somebody else wear that mask and get that vaccine. You like to listen to our radio station? Go to www.allmusicradio.org. Hit the listen button twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty five days a year. Hey, look, we just, we're putting out a book called Racism: White Privilege in America. Get it on Amazon. Pre order today. Racism, white privilege in America by Mike Fortune, Senior. It's on available on pre-order on Amazon. Support us, support our station. We love you. Be safe. Wear your mask. Get the vaccine, baby, so you can save you and somebody else. Vaccines free, and we want you to be free of the of the virus. 
So go ahead and get it today. Tell your neighbor, tell your friend to go ahead and do it as well. Thank you for listening to All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. Love, peace, joy, and happiness. And have a great one. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.